Galactic Hollownet. Welcome to the Scum and Villainy Podcast. I'm your host, Pirate Lord Kelvin Tiberius, known on Earth as Richard White. Joining me is ship's engineer Alex Robeck, better known as Anti-Grapist. Well met. And also we have the ship's uh, quartermaster, I guess. I'm coming up with these as I go. Lyle Hayhurst, better known as Sozin. Get back to work, you bastard. <laughs> All right. And our cabin boy, uh, Mark Fletcher, better known as Sable Griffin. Yes, I'm innocent. Ignore me. <laughs> yeah, nothing. You never did anything wrong. We're all innocent here. Wasn't he our pilot last episode? Well, I mean, you know, he fills multiple roles depending on our need. Right now we're listlessly dr- like our sh- engine. The engines are down and we decided we talked to the Holonet for a little bit. Um, so, you know, since we've got time to count the hold and we, we can count our booty, uh, let's uh, kind of go over what uh, recent booty we have. What sort of news do you have, guys? Uh, we'll start with the cabin boy, Sable. I know that you did well recently in some stuff. What? Uh, tell me about it. Okay. So I had a few things going on. First, there was a store league that I won. Started raking in the booty with a alternate art Vader and the acrylic extra munitions tokens and all that. I won a local store tournament, also got some some store credit. But the more interesting one was I'd already won a store championship a little while back. So I went to another one, and I wasn't going to play something competitive. So I decided to play something fun. Okay. I decided that it would be hilarious if I took two Trandoshan slavers – with feedback array and anti-pursuit lasers, and then Palob Gadali with Predator, TLT, Tactician, and Moldy Crow. Wait, wait, Cabin Boy, wait. Did I not help with this decision? Uh, you you did assist, yes. Actually, you told me not to take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do it. So... Well, well, hold on. You had an even crazier list than that, didn't you? Like I did. Uh, yeah, but this is the one that I already had together and decided that that I, I this is sufficiently amusing. And you know, I sit down first game. Yeah, the one thing I will a- say is the the YV six six six. I almost never ever see that anywhere on the top half of the store championship tables so far. Like right. so, so you're just like absolutely going. You know what? F it. I'm gonna be. Screw I'm gonna be it. fine. I'm. I, we're just gonna I, run this. I, I'm. There's four rounds and then a cut. I'm probably gonna go two and two. Whatever. First round, I lose. Mm-hmm. I'm up against a rebel swarm. I lose the roll for initiative, so he moves first, and that screws my anti pursuit lasers. Yeah. And there's there wasn't a lot I could do, but then I proceed to win my next three games. Nice. <laughs> How did those then, flavors, uh, how did those run? Like, were you running those as blockers, I guess? Yeah, blockers. Weird, and weird blockers. They're, they're blockers. I don't care if I hit, if I'm touching you, I can still zap you with, uh, with feedback array. And, you know, I could block you with one and have the other one off the port bow broadsiding you. It's sure. just amazing. That's and awesome. Then pay, Paylob, oh, you actually got an action? No, you don't. Yoink. (laughs) 
that's and he's got predator so you have no defense tokens he's got predator a stack of focus tokens okay three hits okay three hits good luck so how did uh so you so you actually went three and one how'd you end up doing I went three and one, and then they post the results, and th- there had been some controversy here because there was a a player that was on the stream running four TLT Y wings, and he was very obviously slow playing. So everybody in the chat was complaining about it, and I edge him out by just a couple points of MOV. Nice. So nice. I'm. I'm Tier one for the bad guys. Right. Yay, Villanico. <laughs> uh, and I, I lost the top four because it's up against another Rebel Swarm and he wins initiative. Ah, uh, whatever. I I got another challenge coin. I got another range ruler. I got yet another C-3PO. I've got a bunch of them. And it was a, a lot of fun. Yeah, that's, and, pretty, and just, that's pretty awesome. Uh, so it was a 32 player tournament and I, I place top four with two Trandoshan slavers and a hawk. All right. Uh, uh, so any other sort of booty that, uh, uh, recently or is just you have now gone to I, f- absolute full on pro troll status in X wing? Oh yeah. No, I, I've raked in a bunch of small stuff, but I, the biggest prize is me trolling. I think that like, if we had to like, if we had to seriously make a list troll, like championship, like who is the trolliest troll of everyone in X-Wing? I feel like you would unquestionably the be the Vegas favorite for that. Yeah. I, I'd definitely be the favorite going into that. <laughs> Um, all right. So Alex, uh, uh, have you, uh, screwed over any grapes recently? I mean, uh, what, what sort of booty do you have for, for the ship? So, so unfortunately there haven't been any more store championships around me. Have to wait until the, uh, end of March, but I have been playing in the, um, Vassal League that Sozin and Earthworm have been running and I somehow managed to go five and O oh in my pod. Nice. Uh, Edging out, like, I think I was actually in one of the toughest pods because I had Muon and Blade Mercurial, and they're both very good players. Mm -hmm. So I did well on that. And then in the Team Covenant Open that Theorist has been running, I made the top 30, whatever, won my first game, and I lost in the top 16 to Blair in an extremely close game. Nice. It was it, one hit point robot versus one hit point TLT Y wing at the end. Wow! Did you have uh, what were you running again? For that one, I ran four TLT Y wings, the gold squadrons. One of which was BTLA four and R three A two, and another one had the bomb loadout and an ion bomb. Cool. Yeah, I don't think the lists like work together super well because. R3A2 wants to joust with the title and the other ships want to kite, but it, it worked okay. Either way, I mean, you, you did pretty well. That's pretty good. I do want to say that outside of X-Wing, uh, you and I have been playing a game with a few of my friends called uh, Neptune's Pride. I don't know if the Galactic Colonists ever heard of it. It's like this shitty 4X game that's all about talking with each other. And you are killing everyone right now. Like, Alex is this friendly unassuming like uh you know galactic civilization that's slowly murdering everything and no one's noticing i don't know how this happened but it's ridiculous i'm already dead you killed me wait wait hold on hold on before we kind of 
get into Alex's supreme galactic awesomeness, uh, we should talk about how there were like six or seven false starts to this game. Yeah. So a buddy, a, a buddy of mine basically believes that everyone's out to kill him, which is absolutely true. And his name is Joe. And so he required that the next time we played, everyone had to have Joe in their name. So you wouldn't know who was who. And due to that, it was very difficult for me to tell who and hadn't joined. Uh, so we definitely had to remake this game like five or six times. Yeah. Except it started out like, okay, Ricky got six of his buddies together and then they all joined, but it turns out that one of them was missing. And so, but someone else was interested to play. So then it became a seven person game. And then, so seven people tried to sign up, but something happened and we had to start over again. And then an eighth person became interested. And so now eight people tried to sign up. And I think, how many did you end up with after four or five false starts? 11 people, right? There are 11 people slowly but surely trying to murder each other by lying and backstabbing to their friends. Uh-huh. And the lyingist, well, actually, you know, like, not even the lyingist, like, hey, I'm going to go do this. Okay. And then he just kills somebody in, like, a one-on-one war. Anyways, Alex is murdering the galaxy right now. Uh, I try. <laughs> Yeah, he like killed me like in like day three. I was already dead. I just felt like I got sat on by this gigantic galactic empire. I, I didn't I didn't know that you were that player, but I just felt like untrustworthy vibes coming from you. <laughs> you so could just feel it. Just had to take you out. That's because I was maybe too uh, diplomatic. Uh, like, oh, no, I would never betray you. Anyways, uh, Lyle, what kind of uh, booty uh, do you have? Um, let's see. I, I guess I have two forms of booty. Sure. Uh, first one was something like 50,000 frequent flyer miles. <laughs> that's, that's not too bad. Yeah. I spent, uh, let's see, 28, 38 hours in the air last week. Um, I flew down to Sydney, Australia from Chicago. There's a company down there I'm a board of directors for. So they're doing their annual strategic summit. So I flew down there for that. And my Why big- Australia. Uh, that's just where the guys are located. Like that's their home base. Nice. Yeah. Um, so the plan was to stay an extra day and on Saturday, go do a store championship up in Newcastle, which is like a two hour drive North of, of Sydney. Cool. You could have gotten a alternate art card in Australian. Yeah. Which, uh, <laughs> would have been awesome. Um, unfortunately as all my plans tend to go, uh, it turns out that the, the store championship was on Sunday instead of Saturday, uh, which was the day I was flying out. So I didn't get to play in the store championship, which was a bummer, but I did go and play in the Sydney town hall game center. Mm-hmm. Uh, like every Tuesday night they have just casual X wing. And so, uh, played three games, one, all three flying my Imperial a hole list. So Imperial a hole is, is what it sounds like. It's, uh, it's an Omnicrom with Palpatine mm-hmm. Wampa. Omega Leader with Juke and Comms Relay, and finally Karnar Jax with Push and Auto Thrusters. I think you absolutely nailed the name there. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually I stole it from Tyler. He had he had a kind of previous version of Imperial A Holes with uh, Kagi and who's the Tempest pilot? That's really annoying. Coles it. Yeah, calls it. Yeah, Jax and uh, and a shuttle. I've got a a variant of that or a, a slightly different list, which is Coggy, Carnor, 
and Zertik Strom, which I call the first stage of grief. <laughs> Denial. <laughs> That's good. Uh, so I was planning on playing that in the store championships because I had played that in the store championships uh, the previous week at the Dice Dojo. Okay. So in true epic style, let me rewind here and go back to the beginning of the story, mm-hmm. which is Dice Dojo. Back, yeah. yeah, previous week, um, 9.30 a.m., Dom Cairo picks me up from my house and he and I drive to the dojo. So, uh, I'm the store champion from last year as, and I also won the regional two years ago or yeah, two years ago, um, which is effectively kind of the store championship back when store championships are regionals. Yeah. So the dojo is kind of my spot, right? I'm, I'm defending the title. And, uh, so I took the same list and I ended up going five and O in Swiss and then won my uh, my first round of uh, elimination, and then faced Dom in the finals and lost to his double IGADA build that he's been flying in uh, in league play. It's basically it's C and B. They both have Predator, Heavy Laser, Title, Advanced Sensors, and then B has Auto Thrusters. Okay. Uh, so he's been wrecking people with this list. I think he's like twenty and O or twenty one and O. Yeah, we got a problem. Dom's into auto thruster or Dom's into robots now. I'm not okay with that. I yeah, it's it's bad. It's really bad. <laughs> Don, remember the shuttle, the shuttle, buddy. Um, Although he's fallen in love with flying toilet seats, so uh, we'll see how that goes. I can't wait for those. Uh, well, he calls them U boats, but um, I think torpedoes are finally here. Um, speaking of which, I uh, have been doing the same thing. I am. I have I actually have booty this week that's not embarrassing. I am actually number one in my pod for the uh, Vassal League. Very nice. Yeah, despite the fact that I lost terribly to uh, to Pixid, I uh, I managed to beat uh, everybody else in the pod. So very nice. Yeah, you're number one out of zero. Well, well, no, I was one out of five. I don't know. Five, <laughs> six. I, yeah. I did. Six. I did okay. Um, and Very I have nice. been doing that off of the power of uh, the Jumpmaster. The Jumpmaster is for real. You don't even necessarily need the title with them with some of those combinations that you can pull off. It is absolutely awesome, and I cannot wait. I am almost afraid to talk about them. I like them so much. Yeah, I have the same problem with this Imperial A-hole list because I like it a lot. I think it's really strong, and um, I'm nervous that it's going to show up everywhere now. Um, so yeah, so we all have Broody to bring to the table. That's pretty exciting. Wait, wait, I'm not done. I'm still at like the beginning part of my epic three-part trilogy here, dude. Oh, okay. Okay. Well then I apologize. Uh, apparently I can't uh, pay attention longer than about 30 seconds. Uh, I believe it's the glitter stim. Yeah. So I got my coin. I got my ruler. Mm -hmm. Um, I got some good Dom gloating in Mm -hmm. or to observe some good Dom gloating. Um, and because he's been trying for a while to become store champion of the dojo, and sure. so he, he, he was he was he was happy with himself. So cut back to Australia. It's Tuesday night. I'm sitting down in the locals, and I've got Imperial a holes. That's the only list I brought, mm-hmm. and I wipe everybody up. I think I go three and zero or four and zero, and I play a couple of games against a dude named Vernon Lorenzo. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like a dash corn player. That's kind of his bag. So he was trying out various combinations of dash with non-corn chips to see what he wanted to fly in Newcastle. Uh, but he was pretty impressed with Imperial A-Hole, so on Sunday, I convinced him to go fly it in the Newcastle Store Championships. Okay. And this is where my booty comes in from there, because he went 5-0, and he went undefeated with the list. Okay, awesome. Crushed everybody. 
uh, and prompted a, a Facebook message from Morgan Reed, which I've, I've screen casted in our, in our show notes. And it says Lyle exclamation point, stop giving our locals good squads. They copy and spam them. It only makes winning much harder. <laughs> was Morgan at that uh, tournament? No, he, he relocated to somewhere else in Australia. He was in Sydney, but um, he's a military dude. They moved him somewhere. So I'm not sure where he's at now, but I don't think he went. Travis Foss ended up winning it. Uh, Travis was top 16 in Worlds this year. And a uh, very good player in his own right. But mm-hmm. he, he took down the title. So there you go. That's my booty. Yeah, well done. Um, as you are the quartermaster, I do expect you to put all of this up, and uh, we're going to go over and drink some. What what do they drink in? Uh, what Grog. is it? Corell- Grog. No, no, hold up. It's Corellian. It's like Corellian whiskey. Like for some reason, the only flavor of whiskey in Corellia is Corellian whiskey. They never say like what brand. That doesn't make sense. Oh, there there is a brand. What is it? Uh, Winans Reserves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, now, no, you outlawed me. That makes me feel bad about you know my lore cred. Anyways, um, yeah. So we're gonna go drink some of that while you clean up uh, all of our booty over here. Um, so we do have some news, um, and it's bad news. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I mean, you can. It's kind of good news. Uh, well, I mean, we it know could be worse. Th- yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, we we know the date when Wave Eight is coming out. It's coming out March seventeenth. Um, someone posted a card of uh, the FFG cargo ship. Uh, <laughs> so if you want to play with the scum ship, you can play with the FFG cargo ship. Um, anyways, um, uh, if uh, in the meantime, but Wave Eight is coming, but it was not coming as quickly. As we expected, I am stoked for Wave 8, guys. Um, I got to be honest, uh, the U-Boat, the Scout, I think, is really going to make Scum a lot more viable other than just, you know, Brobots and TLT spam. So I'm really excited. I'm actually really more surprised that they announced an actual date. And that may have been a one-off thing. You think it was because no. of that article? In the article, they said like it'll come out next week, and they're like, "Whoa!" It's because of their new distribution deal. They're now doing street dates, so they ship it okay. to stores, and the stores have to hold it until a given. I think it's Thursday that they all release on, and they're is doing this, this with Netrunner and all their products now. This is not the first time they've announced, "Oh, the new product is coming out next week," and then it didn't. This time they actually Crickets. responded and said, oh, um, sorry, we wrote that article months ago. So, yeah, just despite the fact that FFG can, you know, write games about the future, its uh, transportation system is stuck firmly in the past with sailboats and mules carrying their stuff around. Well, we should go over the, the stats of the FFG cargo ship, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. What, what, tell everybody the stats. All right. So it's, it's a scum ship for starters. Of course. Uh, it's got three crew members. A uh, is that a sensor slot? That's yeah, uh, yeah, system slot, and it's got an illicit upgrade. Of course, okay, yeah. w- which uh, it probably has inertial dampeners on. Mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> uh, uh, so it's got uh, it's pilot skill two. It's got no attack dice. Yeah, it should be pilot skill one, right? Uh-huh. Although, 
I mean, to be fair, two is in some regards worse than one because it's not as good at blocking. It's got to be the worst possible. Yeah. It's got a uh, one agility dice. Uh, Respectable. Ten, ten hull, which surprised me. I thought it would have more. Um, and zero shield. It can take two actions. It can focus and it can evade. Cost 20 points. And the FFG cargo ship has the following special ability. When you reveal your maneuver dial, you roll one attack die. If you roll a hit or a crit, you cancel your maneuver. Yeah, you don't move. <laughs> and then you assign all friendly and enemy ship one stress token. That's that's perfect. <laughs> Guys, is the is the cargo ship OP? I think it's OP. Please nerf. FG, nerf. It's only 20 points. <laughs> I cannot know. We can't go down this. We can't go down this rabbit hole of building cargo ship lists. <laughs> Hollownet, if you want to send some in, by golly, like we will show them off. But I'm just, I'm sad. It's unique. I'd run uh, five of these. Oh, I forgot, I forgot to mention that. But Sable, how do you do damage with this thing? Give me like a good recipe. Uh, cook it up. It's got <laughs> no attack dice, and it's got feed, feedback array. pursuit yeah. lasers, man. Feedback, feedback. array, anti pursuit lasers. Okay. And it's got three car, three three crew slots. What do you do with those guys? <laughs> Couldn't you do saboteur? Saboteur, yeah, for sure. <laughs> saboteur, man, we're, we actually you made me go down this. You pushed me down this rabbit hole. Huh? You're a monster. Oh, and it's got that uh, that system slot, so you can give yeah. it enhanced scopes, and it moves first. Blocker. <laughs> oh man, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay we're i'm gonna move us along i'm going to get out and push this boat forward um so uh guess what is back team covenant is back they have re-released their um their site so now you can actually post again and it isn't like pulling uh you know teeth or bamboo torture or anything along those lines so i'm Personally, really excited because we love those guys and we host our podcast there. So that's pretty exciting stuff. So uh, I am but a humble cabin boy and have not gone to the site in a while. So tell me, average user, what's new? Um, I think I got uh, this. Uh, yeah, I go got ahead. It. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at their website right now. Uh, um, okay, so basically, they connected a lot of the dots in the back end. So um, blogs are now. Blogs again. Yeah, usable. <laughs> right, blogs are usable. So I won't get too much into it, but blogs basically completely lost the ability to do anything useful, um, which was pretty lame given that that was the heart of the value add of that site. Um, but they're back, which is good. Um, you can link between the blogs. You can see activity updates on the public site now, so you can see people putting comments on, on blogs. So that was really awful when it lost that ability. Because, I mean, I used to go to the site every day and just scan the feed to see what people were chatting about. Mm -hmm. uh, and then when that went away, it's like I kind of, I stopped using it, basically. Um, so that's good. Uh, now, you might say, well, that just kind of gets you back to where you started, right? Um, and that is true. But they effectively kind of cleaned up a lot of technical debt in the back end. They had accrued a bunch of shitty code, basically, and it was crushing their souls, as shitty code does. And they managed to pay off all their technical debt. They used the nuke the site from orbit anti-pattern, um, <laughs> which is a, a, a classic software anti-pattern. Uh, you, you basically just start from scratch. It's what you do. 
they have it back to where they started, but they're now able to hopefully add a lot more features into the site that they couldn't do before because it was kind of impossible to make any changes. Speaking of Team Covenant, the Team Covenant Open is uh, going on right now. And uh, where are we right now in that? I, I I know that you played for the top 16. Or did we do the top eight yet? I think there's still like one top 16 match left to go. And then, yeah. So seven out of the top eight have been decided. And two people still have to play their games. So we definitely want to start covering some of those games. We should uh, kind of get with uh, Jeff on that to see if we can't figure out when that's going to happen. Um, so that's pretty exciting stuff. Um, I'm really sad that you are, is, is Jeff still in or, or who's, uh, who's still in right now that we know? Um, Blair Bunk and Chilligan are facing off. Mm-hmm. Jeff Faulkner, friend of the show, and Franz B., Fildo, who's probably the favorite to win, is versus Duke Adam. And Blade Mercurial is going to face the winner of M. Trine and Tormenton, both of whom are good players. So it'll be, it'll be interesting. Um, we also have a update to the uh, Vassal League. The Vassal League has been uh, pretty awesome. Um, but we are moving over to uh, the second half of season zero. Lyle, tell me about uh, what's uh, what's up with the second half of this of the season. What's going on? Since I know you and Kyle are very very heavily involved in uh, the uh, league. Yeah, sure thing. So uh, the first half of the season ended up being pretty successful. So we had uh, two hundred and twenty people, I think, sign up. So there's a total of five hundred forty games and. Uh, 74% of them got completed. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's about what I expected. There's a, there's a funny principle called the Pareto principle, uh, also known as the 80, 20 rule, um, which says that generally speaking with statistics, you see this sort of pattern where in this case, I expected that 20% of the games would not get played. And in fact, uh, it ended up being, uh, 25. So it's pretty close. I also added a feature into List Juggler that allows you to upload the, the logs. Actually, Challenge does it, but List Juggler has all of the log files. So you can go download and watch what people did. So, for example, if you want to go watch all of Paul Heaver's games, he went undefeated. He went 5-0. and You can go look at every single game he played, or Blair's games, or Dom's games, or Fildo. Or or 5-0 and anti-grapist games. Yeah, right. And what? Yeah. yeah, what? Sorry. I just hyping, hyping up my boy. Yeah, Alex definitely played really well. So if you want to go <laughs> check out a master class in X-Wing, go check out his games for sure. So uh, 80-20 rule, uh, guess how many lists got uploaded of the 1,080 lists? What percentage 40. would you guess? That was 23. Yeah, there you go. So this is kind of an interesting feature of League Play, which is that something that Ricky and I did a lot with uh, the Team Covenant Aces League, which is you can submit your list ahead of time. And then you get a whole bunch of gamesmanship involving kind of predicting what the guy's going to play, what he likes to play, what he's played before. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it's a kind of unique feature of league play that makes it a lot different from just standard X-Wing play. Yeah, you game plan for people. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we ended up getting, you know, a decent chunk of lists. You know, 23% were submitted. But hopefully in the second half of the season, which we've just cut to, we cut to, uh, we did five games in the first half. We're doing three games in the second half. Uh, once that's done playing out, we're going to end up in a situation where we're going to pod everyone into kind of four divisions effectively. 
And the four divisions are Deep Core, which is going to be the top division. It's going to be effectively the top nine players out of Season Zero. Core, which is going to have three divisions in it. We're modeling this after the uh, Star Wars Galaxy. Uh, inner Rim, and then Outer Rim. And uh, the the basic conceptual model here, it's the European Football League or British Football League, where you have this kind of pyramid structure and you get delegated or relegated depending on how well you do. So we'll be done with that in three games, and then we're going to kick off Season 1 pretty shortly, probably in a month or two. And there'll be a note in the show notes uh, describing how you can sign up for Season 1. Yeah, I'm excited. I actually am glad I'm like it's forcing me to play games, although... Um, I'm, you know, lazy. So I set up all of my games and like the back half of the schedule, trying to like rush them in in the last two weeks. But, you know, the pirate Lord, you know, has, you know, priorities like, um, glitter stem and, um, other things that pirates do. I don't know. Um, you know, braiding hut worlds, et cetera. Um, so we did, uh, we did say that we were going to talk about, Store championships, right? Last time we said we're going to cover store championships. We're going to cover what we've seen in the season, what the meta sort of looks like. Um, this is sort of the pre-wave eight meta and then kind of some expectations we have for the very near future for, um, you know, essentially what you need to, what wave eight's going to need to, to be good against to continue. Um, and we've got um, uh, a really handy tool for that that uh, just so happened uh, to be uh, run by our quartermaster, Sozin, and that's the list juggler. And there's been a lot of really interesting info on the list juggler for store championship season. Uh, what have we sort of seen uh, in uh, the list juggler this year? Sure, yeah. So the first thing is that there's – a lot of X-Wing gameplay out there. Um, right now, we've got 189,000 points have been submitted for February. So that's roughly 18,900 uh, lists, assuming a 100-point list. Um, so we basically set a record in February for total number of uh, submissions tournament-wise into wow. List Juggler. Uh, it, it beat the previous record, which was the previous month. Uh, so January was our... The old record is 132,000 points. What was the record before January? Uh, you got to go back to national season in in August, uh, 90,000 points. So you're absolutely crushing that right now. Oh yeah, it's um, we're kind of in the middle of a X-wing fever. It's the only way to describe it. It's crazy. I've never seen such interest in this game. Yeah, well, that's great. Excited stuff. More people out on the hall in it, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, sale. So the reason you're seeing that is that the game has been growing immensely in popularity. And now it's store championship season. So all the people that got into the game once regional season ended last year, this is their first chance to compete in an official tournament. So all those new players are now excited, they're geared up, they're ready to go, and they're playing. There's also that thing uh, called the Force Awakens too that I don't that just came out and like is going to make 80 I don't, a record amount of money. Yeah, did something come out? Was, Was that, that one of the other prequels? Uh Yeah, <laughs> you mean the, the the Ewok movie? Right. 
Oh, there we go. It was Caravan of Courage 2. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Totally. There's not a lot of new players. And then they sit down and they look at the list in front of them and it's Imperial a-holes <laughs> 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 or some crazy sable list. So, uh, so what if we can, so you've got a ton of people submitting lists. Uh, so give me some of the data. What, what is being played right now and what's winning? Sure. Uh, I guess you can start with factions. Um, so I'm pleased to announce that over 90% of the lists submitted have been scum and villainy. I don't believe you. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, it's amazing. All right, fine. It's 80%. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, Rebel is uh, top dog so far. Um, 43% of this month, all the lists submitted have been Rebels. Uh, Galactic Empire is 35% and Scum is 21 which I think that's kind of about right. Yeah, but there's a lot of scum being played. I mean, at the Dojo Store Championship, I think that of the top eight lists, five of them were scum. Nice. Yeah. I mean, at one point I looked down the table and it was just scum as far as the eye could see. Did um, it bring a tear to your eye? It did. I felt a little guilty flying Imperial A-holes, but I kind of figured, you know, that's sort of scummy in its own way. So. Yeah, I mean, it definitely fits the mentality. It's just more in a meta fashion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, go Rebs. Uh, I'll cut over to ships now. Um, so it probably won't surprise everyone. Uh, I'll let you guys guess what's the what is the most popular ship? The sick. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it whatever Poe flies around in? It is. It's the T seventy. So T seventy is very popular. Uh, almost twenty percent. It's it's eighteen point three of all the. All the lists have at least one T seventy in it. So, number two is the aggressor. Number three is the tie advanced, and number four is the tie interceptor. So essentially, uh, Poe, IG eighty eight, Darth Vader, or Soonter. Soonter. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We are seeing a fair amount of Y wings. They come in at number six, just after the tie fighter, nine point two percent. Um, probably having to do with a little upgrade called TLT, which I'll talk about in a second. Yeah. Um, so that's the ships. I'll switch over to pilots. So um, top 10 pilots in the game right now are Poe at number one, Darth Vader at number two, Sintra Fell at number three, the Gold Squadron pilot at four, IG-88B at five, the Syndicate Thug at six, the Omnicron at seven, Miranda at eight, Dash Rendar at nine, and... Guess what, guys? Whisper is back. Whisper at 10. Wow. Wow. I would not have expected that, but I guess that makes sense a little bit. Oh, yeah. I think Whisper is back in the meta. Um, funnily enough, the Blue Squadron pilot who freaking dominated the meta for such a long time. I mean, it was the number one pilot. If you look at the graphs, you'll see that. Um, and I'll, the graphs are in the show notes, by the way, but it's uh, StarWarsClubhouse.com if you want to check it out. Um, you'll see that the blue has kind of effectively lost all of its popularity in the last six months. Do do we know who runs that website? We should get them on the show at some point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I already got a shout out from my man, uh, Kelvin Tiberius on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways. Um, so yeah, you know, that's interesting is that there's a lot of hate on the blue squad. I still, I still think it's a useful, worthwhile pilot, but, um, People are certainly scared of it with um, with TLT. Um, speaking of that, uh, what are the most popular, I don't know, upgrades? Yeah, so um, 
at the top of the upgrade list is the saboteur. Sick, no, it's it's the it's actually it's it's the sick title. Um, yeah, yeah, because I mean, you want to make it you want to make it better. I mean, what's the point of uh, of the sick unless you fire a really expensive heavy laser turret? That thing's never gonna die. Uh, yeah. So um, number one is the TLT right now, and yeah. it was number one the previous month as well, and number one the month before that is also it. it 26% of all the lists submitted um, in Juggler so far um, have been TLT. Now, if you filter that down by what's just been store championship, it ends up being 15.5%. Okay. It's almost three times more than the number two uh, upgrade, which is heavy laser cannon mm-hmm. at 6%. Uh, engine upgrade, yeah, coming in at 5.9%. It'll never go away. Yeah, I think we can all again acknowledge how uh, how right theorist was about this upgrade. <laughs> I, I, you know, the the patron saint of scum and villainy, the engine upgrade card, mm-hmm. shiny and chrome. Yeah, uh, n- number four is auto thrusters at five point seven percent. So engine upgrade—that's where you just put the R type sticker on your engine, and you get twenty extra horsepower. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Yeah, no, it's nuclear powered, right, or something. Nuclear. Oh my god, nuclear. I'm I'm not in the south. <laughs> so so I want to talk about something. Um, so these numbers are all um, by points spent. Points spent. So yeah. yeah. So the more expensive upgrades like TLT six points and HLC HLC engine all very expensive. If you look at them by just the number of times they're taken. Auto thrusters is the most popular, followed by veteran instincts, and then twin laser turret. Mm. So that is something to bear in mind. Yeah, yeah. the The pilot skill war is real. All right. So uh, this does bring this up, and um, I don't want to have uh, we don't we can't don't need to go too long into this because Lord knows there is an ungodly long thread on the FFG forums if you want to bore yourself. For an hour and a half, but uh, uh, yeah, all right. So TLT, um, I'm gonna go. You each get a shot. Is it overpowered? Isn't it? Um, what are you having for dinner? I mean, like, what do you? What are your feelings on TLT? Once and for all, so we can not have to waste our time with this. Uh, I'll start with Alex. What do you think? I think it is talked about a lot more than it's actually run. It's harder to play than people think, and I think it's a it's a strong upgrade card, but not it's not breaking the game. It's just a strong card. There there are lots of other strong cards. Sunterfell, yeah, <laughs> yeah auto thrusters, like a whole bunch of like really big pain in the, the F cards uh, push the limit. Um, Lyle, what do you think? Yeah, so I think that um, it's slightly underpriced. I think it should be seven points instead of six. That's my you, first opinion. Do you think that that uh, do you think that uh, even does that qualifies for a nerf, or is that uh, where do you think that sort of comes in? Well, I mean, if it's seven points, you can't take a quad TLT list for starters. Um, now, well, you you still can. You can't run unhinged with it. Oh right, yeah. Sorry, thank you. Yeah, you can still run it. It's just, and I think the unhinged version is really good. Uh, all that said, I think that I agree with Alex. It's not overpowered. It may be slightly undercosted, but you know, whatever. It's it's close enough. I think that 
the meta has a lot of tools right now to deal with it. You've got auto thrusters, um, which are excellent. You've got a lot of ships that can do boost and barrel roll and can get into the bubble um, and effectively disable it. You've got, um, what are some other good cards that help deal with TLT? Sensor Jammer. Yeah, Sensor Jammer. You've got Poe, whose native ability is excellent. Um, I think a lot of why Poe is so popular is um, the TLT, but he is a very, very effective method for it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I I think that uh, the meta's got a bunch of tools to deal with it. But I think that for a lot of... I think there's a a bunch of people out there in store championships that aren't super experienced pilots. And that playing against TLT can be pretty frustrating for the average player. Uh, And so I can understand why there's a lot of butthurt out there because it's not fun just getting trounced by quad TLT. It's like, for me, it's not an enjoyable game of X-Wing. But whatever, you can still beat it. Good pilots can crush it. The meta has tools to beat it. But I think it does kind of enter into that, for me, the sort of no not as fun zone, which is too bad. I mean, I'd like to have a, for like new players to have a fun experience. And I think it it compromises that. What do you think, Mark? If I were to create a list of cards that should be nerfed, TLT isn't even in the top three. I think that's pretty, I think that's, uh, what would be your top three? I'm just curious at this point. R2D2, R2D2, R5P9. Uh, so you gotta you gotta nuke it into the ground, then is what you're saying, right? I don't <laughs> want, and there are two R two D twos. That's why I get ah okay okay I follow now. <laughs> this this game should have never had regen. So you're saying that there should be a card Luke goes away for twenty years <laughs> and he shuts down. That's a joke about that. I, I just wish I could put <laughs> Boba Fett crew on Darth Vader pilot. To destroy R2-D2. Oh, man, I'm excited for Boba Fett. Right, no. I'm not going to sidetrack the TLT discussion, but yes, uh, Boba Fett crew is going to be awesome. So, TLT, the biggest problem with TLT is that inexperienced players are afraid of it, and when you're afraid of something, you made bad decisions and when you make bad decisions you get trounced and you blame tlt well fear leads to anger right correct what does anger lead to i don't know everything should lead to greed and a few more beers (laughs) it leads to hate boys hate tlt is not an issue it's maybe 1.0 undercosted that's fine that's within the margin of error for this game yeah, that's the thing I keep thinking is like it's absolutely like it, it's it's definitely maybe undercosted, but I don't think it's enough to where that it merits thirty four pages of discussion. If you've got a focus token and two evade uh, two agility, you're only taking one damage from it on average. Two if you're unlucky. Two damage is all it can do. It's, it's maximum damage, and they're not crits unless they have Greedo on their ship. It's not an issue. What's an issue is if you get gun shy, because it it plays very differently when you're trying to attack it and you're inexperienced than anything else, where the natural inclination is, well, I'll hang back here at range three if I don't want to engage something. That's where I'm safest. But that's where you're at most risk from TLT. 
And it's that psychology that causes some of the issues. But that's that's part of learning how to fight it. It's definitely something you can fight. It's a little difficult, yes, but there are far more difficult cards out there to fight. Poe or Sunter or I can just go down a list of things that I would much more fear with anything I take than TLT. You know, something interesting um, that I uh, happened to kind of have a nice discussion about with Blair Bunky when I needed to, you remember I had my Rocky like moment where I was at the bottom and I needed like some inspiration and I, and I, uh, I met with Blair. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. You had your Rocky moment. Isn't this still happening, dude? It is still happening. You know, I'm going to get, you know, I'm overconfident. So I'm going to lose like four games in my this next is, like vassal is everything's going poorly right like look it's gonna happen i already i'm already ex- um i'm already resigned to it this but, is the middle of the montage right yeah yeah exactly this is the moment where i see some success and then i like get punched in the face again and now i gotta like work harder um anyways there was something about the way he flew that um that reminded me what it's what it's about when you fly only you know non-turreted ships um, at lower pilot skill. Um, essentially, the thought process is that you can't control where the enemy is going to be. Uh, well, you can a little bit with blocking. But for the most part, you're not going to be able to control where they go if they take the, you know, the, the best maneuver possible. So essentially what you have to do is make sure that, you know, essentially two arcs are always in a very bad spot for them to fly in and pray to God that you win well. But it kind of works the same versus TLT because they're trying to, they're always trying to get around you and try and fly around you. So if you kind of make sure that you always, always have your arcs kind of sweeping them into a direction and then all you have to do is pounce on them at the right opportunity and you generally can win pretty well, even with ships like blues and stuff like that. I mean, I I think that you're right that you can absolutely fly against them purposefully. Okay. This is, this is one thing I want to talk about is that uh, like TLT is actually bad against low agility ships. Like it's TLT is at its best against high agility ships without tokens. Yeah. TIE fighters. Yeah. Like B wings, B wings actually do okay against TLT. Yeah. And, and yeah, they can, they have the potential to do three damage in a round and they're probably going to do two versus one agility, like in a one V one. So long as everybody's getting shots, I think the B wing wins most of the time. Right. I mean, am I crazy in that assumption? So long as it's uh range two, I would have to think though. Right. Yeah. Hey guys, can we segue into a slightly different topic and then come Sorry. back to this? Because yes. I want to ask Sable about a comment he made related to the mist hunter. Um, because we had kind of posited several episodes ago that the mist hunter was kind of the scum B wing. Yes. Um, and Sable, you had indicated a few episodes ago that you, well, you weren't on the episode, but with your notes to us, you, that you thought, well, I'll, I'll let, I'll let you describe it since it was a pretty dramatic statement. The Mist Hunter is a dud. It's the <laughs> next dud from Scum. We've had four now. It's just not worth playing. The the generics. Maybe there's a unique pilot in there that you can play with. But 
for the most part, this is a ship that this is the scum Bewing coming out at a time when the Bewing has been pushed out of the meta. It's a combination of TLT and Arc Dodgers. They just can't play in that arena. There are better options available. So if you want to play a B-Wing, a B-Wing may slightly have the edge against a Y-Wing with TLT. But it has the Y-Wing with a TLT has a much bigger edge against everything else. So one thing I want to add is also people have gotten a lot better about playing against B-Wings. And in particular, the B-Wings 2K turn, which is horrible. Um, people will just like block you with a large base ship and then you're, you're kind of hosed for several rounds. Right. So I think that's one of the reason why the B-Wing has gone down. At least yes. Yes. There's certainly ways it can be played and some people will have a lot of, a lot of success with it. But for the most part, this ship already needs help. You think so? I think that it's got, like, just being able to tractor beam makes it decent. But it can only be on one of them. I see if all of them could have tractor beam, maybe you could talk me into it. Maybe there's some squad there. But B-Wings are better for tractor beam as it is. Because they can all take it. I see what you're and saying. And for cheaper. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And they right. have barrel, so yeah. So speaking of Wave Eight, we this is the store championship season. By the time you're listening to this, uh, Wave Eight may be out, maybe it won't. It depends on how how quickly uh, our ship's engineer works. Um, I'm, I'm I'm getting it down. Like I hope have it out fired. for three days. No, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like com- comparing editing skills between me and Alex is like hilarious. Like that's the only way you can describe that is absolutely, utterly, hilariously depressing on my side and like hilarious on his side. Um, but okay, so Wave Eight will you, you're going to hear this before Wave Eight comes out, but. Um, it is going to be legal for store championships once it comes out. Um, what are the ships you most expect to be good? I'm going to say the scout is what I'm saying, but yeah, go ahead. The the toilet seat. The toilet seat. Mm-hmm. Yes, the U-boat. Yeah, U-boat is solid. It's really good. I mean, we're going to talk about this one when we talk about Vassal, um, which respect to have an episode dedicated to it, along with... Uh, with Muon, the yeah, we were expecting uh, Muon to be with us uh, tonight, but he got sick, so we will have a Muon special at some point in the very new, near future. Um, but anyways, you were saying. Yeah, so Vassal is kind of a really good uh, way of predicting which way the meta is going to go um, because a lot of the ships that... Basically, Muon will release the ships on Vassal before they hit the table in real life. And you can really... You know, you can see where the meta is headed. And so I just got this text message a few minutes ago from Bob Randall, a.k.a. Major Juggler. And this is what he said. I just got absolutely eviscerated by PS3 Torpedo Scouts. <laughs> um, so I've seen Dom flying this a lot as well. And uh, I don't want to spoil your, spoil your party, Ricky. I'm sorry. Uh, but 
I mean, should I spoil your party? Uh, you see, here's the thing, guys. I love scouts. I love them. I it. I, we we talked about this on the chat. I love them so much that I am afraid to talk about them on air. They are that good. The fact that you can combine Dead Eye, Agromech, Guided Ships, and um, Plasma Torps. Plasma Torps or Proton Torps. Or Proton, yeah. They're both just absolutely sick. The ability to have target lock, pseudo-focus, and a bl- uh, uh, a blank to hit is outstanding on Protons, and it's even really good on Plasmas, and Plasmas are really good against the current meta. Like, they're really good against Y-Wings. Yeah, and with Plasmas, are a point cheaper, so you can fit all that in. You have to make some compromises with protons. So, yeah, triple scout is going to be a thing, and it is it is going to change the meta because you like those things, especially when they've got um, extra munitions, can just just pound you with four dice attacks. Accurate four dice attacks, and they can do it for the two most important rounds of fire. Yeah, and they're going to drop six of those all day. Um, and they're just going to melt stuff. It's it's painful. Uh, and they're great blockers, too, because they have that barrel roll. Um, so in one of my league games that I uh, that I won, verse, uh, uh, and uh, I was playing for the first time with these things. No, for the second time. And I played the entire game without barrel rolling because I like didn't know their actions. I didn't know they had barrel roll. And then... <laughs> And then um, right after the game was over, I looked at the card again online and I saw barrel roll. And I, you know those commercials where the people's head explode? I swear to God that happened to me. Because <laughs> uh, I killed that game and I didn't even use barrel roll one time. And that's like one of my favorite actions just for pre-setting up uh, your, your attack. Yes. Contracted Scout is going to be an amazing addition to the scum roster. Do you think Dengar brings something in? I I, I think I, so. Yeah. I I think Dengar oh, I think all of the the toilet pilots are awesome. Manaru's great. Tell is awesome. Dengar is great. I think they all bring something, but they build very differently. You're not mm-hmm. going to build Dengar like a torpedo scout. Yeah, but and you're going that's to good though. I like that, right. about that ship. Yeah, but his builds are going to be different, but no less effective. So I think that is going to be one of the best scum ships yet. I think Dad. Uh, uh, he reminds me a lot of Dash. Dengar does. Um, if you if you go engine uh, with him, you can you can do sort of Dash like stuff. Yes. In, in some regards, he does. Uh, does he do more or less damage than than Dash does? I think he more does, when he's go he does less, but he can shoot more consistently. Right. Okay. Would put it. Okay. Um, anything else? I obviously yes. think the Inquisitor is going to be good, right? I I'm I'm over the Inquisitor. <laughs> what I'm not over. Uh, so. I, I was all for the Inquisitor until I actually paid attention to Valen Rudor. Okay, okay. Now I'm not interested in taking the, the Inquisitor because Valen Rudor is there. Especially when we were just talking about the TLTs. Valen Rudor eats TLTs. Oh, just, just hand me all of my actions. I will take them all now. Thank you. 
because every <laughs> time he's attacked, he gets an action. Yeah, you're going to run out of actions before you <laughs> – uh, <laughs> and if you've got the title, okay, so I've got to focus. You attack me. Now I've got to target, lock, and evade. You attack me. I boost into range one. Have fun. <laughs> that is pretty rad. <laughs> he's he's so amazing. Uh, or okay, I've got you know Vader and Sunter sitting at range one of him. The first one attacks out of range, out of arc of the other one. I'm attacking now. He's just so good. <laughs> And and the other thing to bear in mind is we haven't even really mentioned the ghost that very a couple of people are absolutely that that yes. we know very well. I think Dom thinks that the ghost is really really good, right? He does, yeah. As does Blair. Yeah, like the, and these are absolutely you know like very good players. I mean, four dice is is ridiculous. I mean, the Phantom shown us that, and the right. ghost has a just an absolute truckload of uh, hit points. So. Uh, you know, I have not really. I've played against the ghost one time. I haven't played enough against it. Um, I found, to be fair, I thought that my opponent didn't get rid of the ghost fast enough um, in the game that I played. Um, does anybody have some sort of insight into the ghost? I haven't played the ghost yet, to be fair. I haven't either. Um, the but ghost? the shuttle, I think, is really good. Yes, and and Paul Heaver raves about the. Shuttle. Yeah, it's cheap. Yeah, you can watch him play his world's build, but with the shuttle instead of a uh, the gold it's, and the Z. Oh, and the Z. Yeah, and it's great. It's an excellent three ship rebel list. I mean, he went five and zero with it in league play. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's legit. Ezra's a beast. His skill may have something to do with that. Nah, yeah, Ezra is amazing. <laughs> you know, uh, as good as Paul is, I think that Paul's two best skills are properly setting up himself for success before the game starts. Yes, in both um, no, meta calling and um, and just literally setting up his ships in absolute proper position, and then yes. just playing that game plan like. I think that that is absolutely his best skill, and it is unparalleled um, from anybody I can think of. I know people who fly just as good, and or in some respects, maybe even I mean, they're just as good as what I'll say. I think is the best way to put it. Um, just as good as Paul, but um, setting up and like saying this is what the meta is going to be at this tournament. I, I've never seen anybody better at that, and I think that that's really a credit to him. Yes. Um, anyways. So that is what we expect for store championship season, both if you are, if, if wave eight is not out, um, or if wave eight is coming out, those are our thoughts on what we expect. Let's get into some lists that we have uh, been sent in. Um, let's kind of, Alex, if you don't mind, Brian uh, Lindemood sent us a list. Why don't okay, you tell yeah. us about that list? He sent us a, a scum list that has Sarasu, which is a uh, the Sikh pilot, if you remember, if you remember, with uh, Vi. Hold up, what's that ship? The the Sikh. Psych. Okay, sorry, sorry. What? Uh, wait, the Sikh. The the the. the it's it's the weird looking the... scum ship. That's which one? Okay, guys, hold on. New, <laughs> new pirate ship rule. Can we start calling it the Sikh? Please. Yep, done. That's <laughs> awesome. I just think, <laughs> law, law, cried, pirate lord decreed. Um, that was, was that? one of the proposed pronunciations before 
we got the quote official one. And I really like it because it's a dud. Psych! Uh, I like that. It's the psych now. It's been so, so let it be written. So let it be done. Um, anyways, uh, Sarah Sue, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. So we have Sarah Sue. He threw VI on her. He has the, the title, a stealth device. Stealth device and auto blaster. Okay. And then he has Talonbane Cobra with PTL and engine. And then Guri with auto thrusters and calculation. Wow. Okay. Um, so this guy is absolutely going to hit something really hard if he can guess right on it. Yeah, so he said in his email that his plan is basically to flank with Sarasu and get in behind people and use the auto blaster to just deal two unavoidable damage a turn. Sure. And and really mess up sort of the fragile list. And if you ignore if you take on Sarasu and ignore Talon Bane Cobra and Guri, like they all they also have a ton of firepower. Where's the tank in this list? This is the one thing that I'm trying to figure out. Maybe it's just all misdirection, but I always try and like have somebody to get shot first. You, I guess you kind of want that to be Guri? Guri. Right? Yeah, it's definitely yeah, Guri. You, yeah. you want it to be Guri, but I don't think she's threatening enough to consistently be the, the target. You have to really shove it in somebody's face. I can see it killing some fat stuff fast. I definitely get that. This list. right, he says he's hunting. Uh, he's hunting Palpmobiles, right? Yes. Yeah. This Anyways, list. Go ahead, Mark. Is very good if you're a better pilot than your opponent. If you can constantly keep your opponent guessing, you will crush people with this list. But I worry that this list is not does not have legs if you're trying to take it to a regionals or above. This is an excellent, excellent list to show up at your league night or for a store championship. But I don't think Paul is going to fall for this. I think Paul crushes this. I think most of the big names crush this list, no matter what they're flying. Because you just don't have the the hit points in this to to last. Yes, Sarasu with Auto Blaster, maybe three unavoidable damage. But that's if Sarasu isn't a flying cloud of debris. Yeah, there's uh, Talon Bane, Sarisu, and like Guri, I think, lasts the longest here, but even yes. Guri isn't lasting. Guri doesn't have Sensor Jammer, doesn't have the other right, things that right, generally right. Like, I mean, alive. Under concentrated fire, all of these things can die in, uh, easily in a round. So you've really got to do a good job of both avoiding fire and not taking concentrated fire. This list absolutely hunts down Sunterfell. Sarasu does a good job of that. But Evader with VI hunts Sarasu really well. Did did you see what he called this version of Sarasu? I did not. The PMS Sarasu. Screw your green days. I am not in the mood today. (laughs) <laughs> man uh, green squadron a wing with the refit auto thrusters push the limit and crack you're shot. never gonna hear me upset to you're never gonna hear me be upset to hear the word right A-wing. yeah you could do it could you do a juke 
Uh, no, you, you don't have the point. What, what you do is you do push the limit, auto thrusters, refit, crack shot. That's good. You have the point with R4-D6. It's a no. 99 point list. No, 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 no. Because R4-D6 is also acting as a hull upgrade for bigs. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see what you're yeah you can't drop it. Yeah. Okay. And Tarn um, is awesome. Yeah, that, that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the Tarn loadout. You have to run that. And honestly, Juke is is almost as good, or, or Crackshot is almost as good as Juke. Yeah, 100%. What were you saying, Yes. Lyle? Uh, so two things. One, with that extra point, the 99th point, I would put in a tractor beam on this guy. Yes. Uh, you can't do it now, but you will next week. Um, that's the first thing. Yeah. Uh, next week, right? This should be hitting. Seventeenth. Yeah. Right. Depends on if he rolls a hit or a crit on the uh, the maneuver dial. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the first one. Second thing. Can someone <laughs> check? Did we just bring in Chekhov's FFG cargo ship guard? <laughs> we, nice dude. That's really good. Uh, so second one is: Can someone please explain to me? how Tarn Mycin and Omega Leader interact. Nope. Okay. Nope. My brain isn't ready for that. Come on, it's Sable. Not, do it, man. Do uh, it. I'm not ready for this. <laughs> Tarn is rather interesting because, well, it's not Tarn. Tarn just gets the target lock. That's his ability. It's the R7 that interacts interestingly. We don't have a, a official ruling on this. So this is just me reading the card. But Omega Leader, so if I'm, if Omega Leader is my opponent's ship, Omega Leader prevents me from modifying dice. Modifying includes rerolling, changing results, or adding results. But R7 forces you to reroll those dice, which is not the same. So I think R7 actually works here. I hope it does because fuck Omega Leader. I, I uh, love I, her so much. Yeah, but that's because you are like the most epic troll of all goddamn time when it comes to X Wing. <laughs> Guilty. And Omega Leader is like the is like queen troll of the entire <laughs> X Wing universe. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to the fact section on Omega Leader. It's going to be like a page long. Right. Until we have an official ruling. If if I were a judge at a event and somebody asked me how does this work, R seven works against Omega Leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what because I would rule as well. It's not the me modifying the dice; it's Omega Leader. Right. This list is a uh, is a meta killer. Nice job, Matt. You're uh, you're up against um, Mega Leader. You're doing fine. Uh, one other thing I would contemplate here, uh, just for funsies, is to take out the blue squadron pilot and replace it with Aaron Kraken with you love that ship too. Uh, okay. Hold on. Uh, and then drop the gold. I know drop the stress hog. I know this is crazy. What? Um, what? what? I know. I know. I know. It's, what? Yeah. I don't believe you. Uh huh. And whatever you're about to say, I don't believe it. And then you can replace it with a hog with TLT or not a hog with TLT. Excuse me. A, a hawk with TLT. Um, or you can replace it with um, a blue with uh, um, the tractor beam. Or as a third variant, you can create kind of a Spanish Nationals modern variant 
and uh, give it one of the the title talks, like either Kyle oh, oh, or hold um, on, yeah. So we've got Biggs, Tarn, one of these options, and what? Uh, Kyle or Rourke. Okay. I'm Man. not saying it's great, but it is a modern variant on Spanish nationals, which I have a a soft spot in my heart for. Yeah, but you've you've dropped two ships and you've completely changed the characteris- characterization of the list. I'm just going out of the reservation now. Like Matt, I don't care about your list. I just want to Spanish nationalize it. <laughs> He's just like he just brought in his own agendas <laughs> to the podcast. Uh, I think uh, you know. Here's what I think I, I, I like about this list is. I feel like what it is is a bunch of solid pieces. And so long as you have solid pieces to play with, it's a toolbox list, which I mean, I'm always a big fan of those because you can, I don't think that you're ever going to say I'm absolutely dominating this game, but you've always got to play versus everything. And so it's a nice all comers sort of concept, which I think is good. I will say that the second that tractor beam comes out, Stick tractor beam on that, but yeah, um, you, you don't need initiative with this list. Yeah, whatever. I mean, I'm, what are you gonna? Who are you blocking with the B wing? Really? No, you're not. I mean, you want Bigs or Tarn? I mean, it's just, I don't know. I mean, it's it's okay. Like, actually, I see what you're saying now with the with the X wing. I just it just happened. Yes. Mentally, just happened, Mark. All right, there you go. Um. Anyways, um. So that was Matt Siebert's list. Um, guys, we do want, uh, more lists and specifically we would like to hear your lists, your wave eight lists. Wave eight will either be out or is really about to be out and we're all excited about it. Give me your best wave eight list. Please, um, ignore the talk about the con, uh, the contract scout. Those that, that ship is terrible. And you shouldn't fly it. Huh? Um, it's bad, guys. And don't give me those lists because they're bad. And I'm just looking out for you. Um, anyways, uh, give us your best wave eight list. I hear the ghost is great. Um, Miss Hunter, dude. Miss Hunter is fantastic. <laughs> Miss Hunter, man. Give me a Miss Hunter list. That's a good challenge, actually. Prove that Sable is wrong. Pr- prove no, me man, wrong by winning winning a 40-plus person tournament with at least two Mist Hunters in your list. Oh, come on. You can just do one Galacticol in it. We don't expect much. You know, we're dirty, drunken pirates. Um, we would like to uh, thank everyone who uh, is uh, helping out on our Patreon. I'd like to give a shout-out to uh, some of our one of our Black Sun patrons. Uh, this week... Uh, shout out goes to Richard Hale. Thank you for your support. Thanks, Richard. Richard. Yeah. <laughs> Richard is awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. So good for Richard. And, um, we would like you to like our Facebook page. Uh, what is it? Facebook.com slash scum and villainy podcast. What are we on that one? We're going to test this out. <laughs> Oh, it is Facebook.com slash scum and villainy podcast. Nice. Man, nailed it. Facebook.com slash scum and villainy podcast. Nailed that on the first call. I feel like a genius because I had no idea what it was without guessing. Um, 
Anyways, uh, we are excited about store championship season. There's a lot going on with the X-Wing at the moment, and I'm excited to get lots more games in. Um, I'm feeling the jive to maybe play one soon here, actually. Anyways, um, for Alex Robeck, better known as Anti-Grapist, for Lyle Hayers, better known as Sozin, and Mark Fletcher, better known as Sable Griffin. My name is Richard White, better known as Kelvin Tiberius. Thank you, Galactic Holonet, and good hunting.